You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. You can follow me on TikTok at tripadvice. You can follow me and say hello over on Instagram at tripadvice. And you can also watch me speak and see me in action over my YouTube channel, which is also Trip Advice. Welcome, everyone, and welcome everyone who is new. So good to have you here. For those of you who are not new and have been here for a while, uh, I just love sharing things about what's going on in my life and what's happening. And uh, I just have to say, you know, it's it's funny how the small things in life will just make you so happy. So, for example, you know, come around, I don't know, a year ago, anytime I wanted to create a podcast, I would have to sit in a chair hunched over in my microphone that was on a microphone stand that was very small and very, uh, well, I couldn't really move it too much, right? It's like it had its one place on the desk. And so I had to come to the microphone in order to record podcasts. And now, over the past year, I have finally upgraded my entire situation here with my podcast and my studio, where now I can sit back and relax in my chair because my mic is attached to a boom arm that's attached to my desk that can extend and come to me. I don't know. I just wanted to share that with you. It's just so nice to be sitting here more comfortable being able to talk to you gentlemen and give you the best advice that I can. Anyway, that's it. That's the update I wanted to give you. Thank you for those of you who are leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts. I've been reading them and they are awesome to read and I appreciate the the nice comments. So thank you very much. And I have been going live on YouTube every week now on, on Tuesdays. Now, as much as I've been going on Tuesdays, I might be going live again, starting on, on Wednesdays and actually starting later. I'm actually even thinking about completely revamping my YouTube lives. And I'm telling you this because well, first of all, today you're going to hear an excerpt from a live that I did just yesterday. But also, you might want to see and tune into the lives because you can come and you can ask questions, and I do answer questions there in the lives. Anyway, the lives are going to be revamped. I am most likely going to be moving back to Chicago, where I am from. You know, Megan and I have been on a little bit of a, of a tour. We went to Nashville we went to Tulum, we're now in Austin, and we've decided Chicago is probably going to be the best fit for us for now because we do miss friends, we do miss family, and it's a lot easier to create a home somewhere like Chicago where you have a community already built in. And so we, we've realized having that community is very important. That's the reason why we decided to do this trip because we wanted to see, well, what's it like? What's it like when we move and we live somewhere else? Because we can, we are both nomadic or you can even say, uh, well, yeah, nomadic would be the term, I guess, work from home. You know, it's funny because work from home got real popular during COVID times, but I was working from home before it was cool back since 2013. Anyway, My point in saying this to you is the revamp of the studio. I'm thinking that 
I might do a live show where I'm always bringing on guests in person. So whether I'm flying in guests or I'm finding people in Chicago that are interesting, maybe some women to come on and talk to them about dating and their dating lives or relationships. But I'm really interested in having more in-person conversations. And that's something I think I'm going to be doing in the next month or so. So keep tuning in to uh, to YouTube if you do. And if you don't, you can, you can check that out. But anyway, you're here for the podcast. You're a podcast listener. So what's on the agenda today? We're talking about lifestyle. I went on a long rant last night all about lifestyle. What is lifestyle? Well, you're going you're gonna to find out soon enough here because I do define it. But just to give you a heads up, it's how you spend your time. It's what your life consists of. And we are, you know, it's interesting. We, we even, I said this in the live, I see comments all the time on Instagram, on YouTube, on TikTok. Guys just saying, girls just want to be with guys who are super rich and da, 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 da. It's funny. I even did a whole discussion on that and still... I got a comment on that live and the person said this giga Chad looks and a few millions on the bank account. That's the lifestyle all women is attracted to. And let me tell you, yes, women are attracted to that. Most women are, but that doesn't mean that's what you need in order to attract women. You don't need giga Chad looks and a few millions in the bank account. Nope. You don't need it. You think you do, but you don't. I work with tons of clients in the TripAdvice coaching program. I know people, I I know tons of situations where guys are living very normal lifestyles and still attracting women. I'm going to go more into this. You're going to hear all this. I don't need to repeat myself. It's all coming your way in just a minute. Now, I want to announce, and I've talked about this recently. Guess what? We have a financing program over a trip advice. So for guys who are not able to invest into coaching and they think that it's too high of an investment for them, then guess what? We can help you out. We can get you in the coaching program just for a couple hundred dollars per month. And we can make sure that we start with you right away. You don't have to wait and you get the full value of the normal coaching program that everyone gets. So you will get your dedicated one-on-one coach to help you with online dating, meeting women in person. We will be able to teach you my TED formula to help building attraction. We will give you every single bit of access to all of my courses all through this financing program that we have available. I am sad. I am sad that it took me this long to get this going. Because now we've already had a bunch of people signed up and use the financing program and are so grateful that they get to do that so they don't have to wait to save up for coaching or people who never thought they could even invest in the first place. So if you feel that coaching was something that was just too high of an investment, you couldn't do it, now you have the ability to do so. So go to tripadvicecoaching.com and you can work with us over at TripAdvice. You're going to hear this again in just a bit because I talk about this on the live, but I thought I would tell you personally from podcast trip to podcast listener. All right, let's dive in. Here is my great episode on lifestyle.
We're live. Trip Kramer here from tripadvice.com. My favorite day of the week, which is live day. Sometimes it's on Wednesdays. Sometimes it's on Tuesdays. I know, guys. I'm trying to get it together. I know that we have to make it so we can make it at the same time and day. Listen, I travel a lot. I'm doing my best. We might move this to Wednesdays. We'll see. All right. What are we talking about today? Today, as you see from the title, we're talking about lifestyle. Why am I talking about lifestyle? Well, lifestyle is a topic that I came up with due to the comments that I see all the time across my socials and YouTube and what I see in all the rest of uh, the dating topics across social media. So this topic begs to be talked about. It won't be the last time I talk about it, but it needs to be discussed because I believe that we have a false view on what women are attracted to when it comes to lifestyle and what makes the most difference when we are trying to attract more women. So we're going to dive into all of that today. And of course, we're going to answer your questions here. I do enjoy answering your questions regarding the topic. Of course, I know that some of you have some questions outside of the topic, but do your best to talk about lifestyle or any questions that come up based on some of the things that I'm saying today. What's up, Neon Churro? What's up, Percy? Thanks, my man. What's up, Cole? Scotty, what's going on? I think you left that comment a a while ago. That's great. Look at that. Scotty said, date tomorrow night for drinks. Met her at a grocery store. Date Friday for coffee. I met her at a cafe. All because of you, Trip. I use the yellow script approach from one of your videos. It works always. Good job, man. Scotty, you're killing it, dude. What's up, Sean? What's up, Proco? All right. Are we ready to get into today's topic? I know I am. Let's freaking rock. Now, per usual, we have to send the message to the people that do need more help or the YouTube videos are maybe something that are not enough or my podcast is not enough or my TikToks and my Instagram reels are not enough. If they are not, we do have a coaching program and I got some great news. What's up, Tony? The great news is this. We have now secured a financing program. TripAdvice has a financing program, which means that if you are not able to invest into coaching right now because it might be too high, we can get you down to as low as a couple hundred dollars per month in order to get your own one-on-one coach and work with us over here at TripAdvice to what? To get you to the point where you're meeting more women from online, from in-person, you're building your confidence, you're learning how to talk to women that you find attractive, and you're understanding the process that needs to be done specifically for you to have the dating life that you want. And so there are just a few minor qualifications in order for you to be accepted into the financing program. Most people are able to do that. The biggest one is that you have to be from the United States. I'm not trying to leave anybody out. Lord knows I want to help everyone across the world. 
but we just can't because not uh, every financing program has that ability and we don't have that ability right now. So you have to be a U.S. citizen and we can talk to you about those options when we hop in a call with you. In order to get a call, all you need to do is go to coachedbytrip.com or here on the screen, tripadvicecoaching.com. If you go there, you'll be sent to some information about how coaching works and the results you can get. And then, of course, after that, you can fill out an application form and we'll hop on a call with you within the next 48 hours or less. So go ahead and go do that if you need more help. We'd love to help you. And now we have the ability to help so many more people. Last week, we had a bunch of people join because they were able to get financing through us and they were able to invest in it. I know that coaching is is can be a lot for some people and we don't want to leave anyone out. So tripadvicecoaching.com, we can help you. Sean, awesome. Yeah, me too. I'm glad that, that it's out there. And I'm glad that I'm sad that it took us this long to figure out, but let's stay positive, right? Okay, let's go into some great material today. Lifestyle. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. That might not be you, but that's okay. Okay, what is lifestyle? Lifestyle is simple. It's your life. What makes up your life? the way that you live your life, and the way that you spend your time. It can be a combination of your friends and the people that you spend time around, and generally the things that you spend time doing. So the activities that you spend time in, the hobbies, the types of vacations that you might go on, the types of things that you do with your friends, the types of restaurants that you might go out to eat, or maybe you don't go out to eat and you you just solely eat food at home. The way that you're spending time is your lifestyle. Now, with that being said, there are certain lifestyles, which we will go over soon, that are attractive to women and not attractive to women. I think you can probably guess what some of those are, but it matters. Let's go into some science now. It's interesting how Men and women are different when it comes to what's attractive in terms of lifestyle. For example, I have a hunch that you might meet a girl who doesn't have the sexiest lifestyle. Okay, so for example, here's this is the best one, okay? You have a girl... You go on a first date with, and you find out that she lives at home and she's 25 years old. Maybe even she doesn't have a job, but she's hot. She's cool. She's sweet. She's feminine. The first date really went well. Most men would probably look over the fact that she lives at home and she doesn't work. You might have a little bit of a yellow flag suspicion, but if she wanted to go home with you that night and everything else I said was in line, then she probably, you probably would allow that and want that. We can even go to more extremes, I bet, with kind of like a lifestyle that raises a lot of yellow flags and you still might become attracted to her. Why? Because lifestyle doesn't matter as much 
it doesn't have a heavy, heavy as a weight for men than it does women. Okay, so now we can do the, the reverse. You show up on a date with a quality woman and she finds out that you don't have a job and that you live at home and you're, let's say, 25 or older. There is not going to be a lot of give there. Why? Because women are not going to be attracted to a guy who has a poor lifestyle. Poor is a double entendre here. It means poor in the sense of you're completely broke, but also just poor as in it's just a lifestyle that's not really sexy or attractive and doesn't have much going on, right? So you have to understand that difference. And the reason why women are attracted to a more robust lifestyle than a man might be to a woman's lifestyle is because of the way we become attracted. Women are going to become more attracted to men who have something going for them because they want to be with a man who has the ability or shows the ability through his behavior that he can be a provider. Men don't care about that as much because men care about if a woman is fertile. Quick tangent. I had to teach all of this to my mom's 65-year-old friend. So I had my family in town this weekend, and I had family friends in town, and uh, I had some very interesting conversation. It's very interesting to talk to women of the opposite sex who are a lot older, who are out of the dating game. They have a lot of interesting perspectives on how dating works, how men and women come together, and... We had a very interesting conversation where I I went over some of these things. We're not going to go over some of that here today, but it's it's interesting how, well, it, it makes sense that most people don't know this stuff. Hell, I didn't know this stuff for a long time. I don't know why we don't teach this in schools, though. Probably because it's not politically correct and there's a feminist agenda is my guess, but there have been books written that have done massive amount of scientific studies that have talked about about these concepts through multiple cultures. It's not not just in the West. It's through multiple cultures. And so men and women have different mating techniques and different styles, and lifestyle has to do with that, okay? So one thing you have to understand is that this this is a big point here. Big, big point. Lifestyle is not a way of attracting women. This needs to be said. We don't build our lifestyle up so we can be more attractive to women. We build our lifestyle for ourselves so we can have an awesome life. Again, lifestyle meaning your friends, the way you spend your time, activities, hobbies, where you live, how you live, We do this for ourselves. You start doing it for other women or to attract women, then you get into the simp game and you start to be a simp. Trying to only do things to attract women, which means that you're putting them on some pedestal and don't truly care about you and your life, which 
inherently is what attracts women. So I want to be clear. I know that we're talking about what makes you attractive to women, but there are things that I need to teach you in this specific case that are a byproduct, right? The byproduct of having an attractive lifestyle, which again, we'll go more into in just a bit. But the byproduct of that is women. It's not the sole purpose, okay? Got to get that through your thick skulls, just like I had to get through mine for many years and many years ago. And Danny's right. If you agree with that, if this is resonating with you right now, this whole point, that lifestyle is for you and not for her, smash the like button. Hit that like button right now. Because I want this to really settle into you and settle into your brain as much as possible. So get the likes up. Show your support for what I'm saying here. Because guys need to know this. As many guys as possible. Lifestyle for you. Okay? Let's talk about this for a second. I'm going to read you a couple of excerpts from my book about lifestyle. So I wrote just a couple pages of it. This is my book, Magnetic. So for those of you who are not interested as of right now, getting into a coaching program, you can get the Magnetic book available on Amazon. If you go to Amazon and you put Magnetic Trip Advice into it, then you'll be able to to get this in paperback, audio, as well as Kindle, okay? So, let Father Trip read. This is called optimizing your lifestyle. Before we got to this point, uh, we we talked about uh, my four-step attraction amplifier, which is health, wealth, style, and lifestyle. Okay? So this is one of the sections of the four-step attraction amplifier. I see lifestyle as how you spend your time. What are you doing on a day-to-day basis? Who are you spending time with? What activities are you doing? How much time do you spend with the people who care about you? The areas of lifestyle to focus on are the people that you spend time around, where you live, and the hobbies you take part in. Consider these the areas that are outside of your general line of work. Okay, so career is kind of part of the lifestyle, but not much. It's everything else that's going on. So this helps you attract women for various reasons. First, the people that you surround yourself with can give you access to new experiences and new people. So if you're mingling with the right person, you could, for example, get tickets to a baseball game in your city. At the hot dog stand, you might meet an amazing woman or a friend might invite you to their birthday party where you make more new friends and meet another beautiful girl. Also, making friends can be good for your emotional support and your self-esteem. Quality male friends can be a sounding board for your issues or general venting. Friendship is about making you a better person while also having a good time. Second, where you live has a big effect on your mental health and the type of network you create. If you live in a city that is cold year-round, 
and has a small population, it might be harder for you to meet a lot of women than if you lived in a big city with millions of people. Also, if you choose to live in a city that is big in an industry you're a part of, that could affect the types of close relationships you have and make it harder to connect. Furthermore, if you live in a place that has little sun and you're forced to live in a small apartment, you might feel more depressed. As you can see, your location has a big effect on you, okay? So there's a few more pages on this. I'm not going to read it all. But to sum it up, my tips are for lifestyle. Move to a big city. If you can, gives you more opportunities. Make friends who have similar interests. That's the easiest way to make friends, by the way, when you're an adult. Make travel a priority. And get hobbies. So those are a few things right there. Okay. Think about the way that you're spending your time. Now, let's go into explaining the spectrum. Okay. There is a spectrum of lifestyle. And this is what I'm about to say is, is really the, what has been the inspiration for today's live. Because it's really messed up that we are on social media and we listen to, I won't mention any names, not trying to make any enemies here, but other people on the internet who are other dating experts or lifestyle experts. And they claim that if you don't have a Dan Bilzerian lifestyle, Again, we're talking about a spectrum here. So one end of the spectrum, Dan Bilzerian lifestyle. If you don't know who that is, look him up. A guy who lives a very lavish lifestyle, has uh, women around him all the time, super rich, a 0.001% type of guy. By the way, nothing wrong with that. Not putting that down at all. But that's like one end of the spectrum. I want you to understand the spectrum of lifestyle, Okay. So that's one end. The other end of the spectrum is what I described earlier, which is you are living at home. Uh, well, I guess we could just say a homeless person if you wanted to, if we wanted to go to the extreme, but um, but you know, a guy who doesn't have much going for him, no job, plays video games all day, sits in his mom's basement, does nothing with his life has no lifestyle, has no friends, generally isn't concerned about making his life better, therefore will probably not be able to attract many women, at least for long term. You know, if he learned some pickup techniques and went out for a night and made himself look as as attractive as possible and had confidence, you know, sure, he can maybe sleep with a girl, but, you know, that's going to be few and far between, okay? So, We have both ends of the spectrum and it's sad and it even pisses me off a bit that we feel that if we don't have Dan Bilzerian type lifestyle, insane social circle, insane network, yachts, rich, millions of followers on social media, that you're just screwed. Like who, I don't know who came up with this. I don't know how that became the narrative. Well, maybe I do a little bit, you know. We uh, we just see 
when we see attractive women on Instagram and social media, that they are doing those things. They're spending their, their, times, uh, their, their time around guys who have a lavish lifestyle. And we think, oh, well, that's what, that's what attracts women. And don't get me wrong, it does. Absolutely. If you were Dan Bilzerian lifestyle, super rich dude with doing crazy shit all the time and you had a yacht, yeah, of course that would work. 100%, hands down. Not denying that. But I think that we're seeing it so black and white. That's the problem here. It's very black and white. You know, you'll listen to other YouTube channels and you'll hear, hear other guys say like, yeah, like if you're a hot girl, you'll, you'll just get like, you'll get flown across the world and all these rich guys who have crazy lifestyles would just like be able to pick those girls up. And I'm sure that happens. I guarantee it does. But that doesn't mean that a guy like you who doesn't have that lifestyle is left in the dust. So really I'm, I'm almost responding to a lot of the looks, money, status guys out there. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I can't even count how many guys I've seen, how many guys I know personally, how many guys I've coached and my team has coached that does not have a lavish lifestyle even close to Dan Balzerian or rich dude status who make a decent living, have a couple hobbies, have their own place or even a roommate, but of course having your own place is going to be the goal here, who spend their time with a few buddies who are not... Um, you know, who have their shit together. They're not like drug addicts or alcoholics. And those guys are able to meet great women. Also, I know we can mostly agree that a girl who's a 10 is a 10, right? It's like meaning, you know, a 10 Victoria's Secret model, uh, Instagram model, whatever. Yes, she is definitely hands down, probably one of the most attractive women out there or actress or whoever that might be. But I've also found that with guys, looks are a little subjective. Like what I think is attractive, I'll talk to some guys, friends, clients, and they won't agree. They'll have a girl, they're like, oh, I just got a date with this girl. She's super cute. And I'm like, I don't think she's that cute. There's like this range of like women who are like, you know, you'll call them like six, seven, eight, nine, if we have to label them as that, where it's very interesting how, you know, what my seven is someone else's seven and eight and nine and whatever, and 10, you know? And so there's all these women out there who maybe aren't tense, but they're still attractive, feminine, awesome to hang around, super cool girls that don't give a shit about the Dan Bilzerian lifestyle. Okay, maybe if they were offered or something, maybe they would take it up, but that's not happening to all these women. It's not like all the, may, I, listen, I get it. Online, it can be a little bit tough. Top 20% of men have been known to attract most of the women on the apps. But that's just a matter of fixing your profile. You can get to that point or you can create a lifestyle that gets you to that point. But, 
everything has become way too black and white. And I, I'm coming here today to try to inform you or we'll even say encourage you that you don't need to have tons of riches and guns and yachts and live in Hollywood and live in, I don't know, insert exotic, crazy location here to attract the kinds of women that you want in your town. (laughs) Dan can't fit a million girls on his yacht, meaning there's a lot of other fish available. Thanks, Mr. Docs. Yeah, so here's the thing, man. It's like, you know, some of these women, it's like these women, like, you got to think about who these women are too. Like if you look at some of these influencers and you see these women, listen, they're hot. And sure, we'd all love to have a a fun night with them. Not going to deny that. But if you're looking for a relationship one day, you think that's the girl you're going to go for? Not a fucking chance. Not a chance, dude. You're not going to go for that girl who's so obsessed with making sure that she gets seen. Like Instagram models, dudes, I don't care. I don't care if you have all the game in the world. Unless it's like a one night stand, stay far away from those women. Those are not quality women. Those are women who are pretty and have tons of low self-esteem and have mostly nothing going for them and are taking a very easy way out to be able to, I don't know, get attention and make money. So other than a a fun night with one of those girls, it's not going to do much more for you. And like someone said, You can't fit all the girls on the yacht. So there are plenty of attractive women that if you do want to have a fun night or a one night stand, they're around. So it's interesting, right? And some of those women, you don't even, if you want to have a fun night with them, you don't need, you don't need lifestyle. I mean, attraction is an emotional reaction. When it comes to a woman It's emotional. It's emotional spikes. It's the way that you are creating an interaction with her in the moment that gets her attracted. She's not thinking too much in that moment. How rich is this guy? What status does he have? She just knows you at face value. And it could be very simple to have a, a fun one night with one of those women. Yeah, a lot of girls on IG just try to prop up their looks and lifestyles too much. Let's talk about that for a second, Silver. That's a really good point that you made. A lot of that's happening. It's so easy, guys, to become envious of what we see out there. You know, we 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 you know, what do they say? The highlight reel. That's what it is. You're seeing you're seeing the highlight reel. The best times, the the perfectly curated times. That's what people are posting on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and all that stuff. Even maybe YouTube, right? Because that's entertaining. They know that if they post that stuff, they're going to get attention and they're going to get likes. That's not the real world. That's fantasy. Now, it may be the real world as a highlight reel for some of these massive dudes, influencers. That may be the case. But that's fine. They're going to do that. That's the way they're living. That's not you, and that's okay. 
And you don't have to be that person. So remember, we're talking about a spectrum here. You got crazy rich dude, wild party lifestyle yacht. You got mom's basement. Okay, so we'll call it yacht life, mom's basement. That's the new terminology. That's the spectrum. Where do you need to land? I would say you need to land probably somewhere about 60 to 70% towards yacht life. Okay? So what's that? To repeat, that's friends. That's hobbies and interests. That's your own place. You're making a good living. You're spending time around people that are doing the things that you want to do, who are propping you up. If you spend time around guys who are losers, you will become a loser. If you spend your time around winners, you will become a winner because the people who you spend time around are the people that are going to have the most influence and effect on you. We are the sum of the five closest people to us. That is not my quote. I think that's... um, God, I want to say Dan Kennedy, but I don't think it's him. Uh, might be Tony Robbins. But that's very true. I've, I've, I've learned that a long time ago, and I see it in my life. The people who you spend time around, they have the effect on you. The things that you guys talk about. The things that you guys buy or don't buy. The activities that you do or the activities that you don't do. You know? Uh, no, I'm not trying to crush your, your model fantasy. Uh, you know, you, you can still do that. Actually, that's kind of the point here is that you can have that. You don't necessarily need. There's going to be a niche of beautiful women who are going to be going towards yacht life. There's also going to be a sector or a section, sector, sector of women that don't need yacht life. Now, they're not going to be going to, to the basement portion. They're not going to, uh, to basement life. Playing video games all day. But you got to have some of that in order. And if we have that in order, then the byproduct can become more women. Now, here's the deal. I got to come back to the original thesis here. Okay, so get ready to hit the like button. For those of you who just joined us, the thesis here is we don't ever create an awesome lifestyle because we want girls to like us. We create a lifestyle for us. The byproduct of that is women. Of course, right? I mean, it sounds funny because it's like, well, yeah, obviously, but I don't know. I don't think a lot of guys think that way. I think they think, okay, what do I need? Because listen, we're men. We're men. We like women. We think about women. It's in our nature. So we want to do the things we want to do to have them in our life. But I want to separate that idea from your brain a little bit. Because then what happens is this. Here's 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 the magic. Okay? Hit that like button especially if you want this magic right now. Listen up. This is big. When we create a lifestyle that we, that we like, right? When we wake up and we go, man, I'm excited for the day. 
And I can say for myself, of course, not life is not perfect. You wake up sometimes and you just don't feel good. But I can safely say personally, I wake up 99%, 98% of the, of the year going, I can't wait to start the day. And then also going to bed feeling, man, that was, that was a pretty good day. Or at least, you know, maybe not the most amazing day of your life, but you feel fulfilled. It's a solid day. And you filled it up with the things that you like to do. You love your work. You love the weekends. You enjoy it all. You feel good about it. So what does this do for you? Here's the key. Here's the golden ticket. When you have a lifestyle that you're proud of, that you love, you feel fulfilled, you feel happy, that is only going to snowball effect, build your self-esteem to the point where you now are not trying to attract women. You're filtering. That's the point I want to get you to. There's a big difference between attracting women and filtering through women. The guy who's trying to attract women is just trying to be a simp and do the things of whatever they need to do to get women into them. And then you have the guy who's filtering, who goes, I'm the fucking man. I have an awesome lifestyle. I love my life. I'm looking for a woman to compliment it. Let's see if that woman is good enough for me. Not the other way around. Think about that. Think about the, the, the difference in power between the man who filters versus the man who's trying to attract. You know that you are a guy who loves his life, who is fulfilled. So you're not going to take any crap from any women who aren't going to be as awesome as you. It's hard to do that when you have a crappy lifestyle. It's almost as if like when you have a crappy lifestyle and you have low self-esteem, half the time you're just looking for validation, right? You're looking for validation from, from women just to feel good. That's what happens. Basement lifestyle, you're looking for women to make you feel better about yourself. Yacht lifestyle, or we'll say closer to that, that's you're looking for women to complement your life. Can they add to your life? Now, I'm going to be real with you guys. There's a lot of women who won't, but that's why we filter. Because most of these women are not going to be good for you. Again, most women might be good for you for a one-night fling. But for a long term, if anyone's looking for a long-term relationship or a girlfriend, most of the women out there are not going to be good for you. Bottom line. So don't be afraid or scared or upset when a woman rejects you because who knows? Maybe that woman wasn't even quality to begin with. A lot of guys, a little tangent here, a lot of guys get real butt hurt when they try to go for a girl and the girl rejects them and they haven't even been in a relationship with them. Now I get it. You know, one, it's one thing to be in a relationship with a girl for, I don't know, whatever, six months, a year, and a year, two years plus. 
And that adds a tough rejection. But guys, guys out there who are pining after one woman who you don't even have any clue at all, if that woman was quality, what are you doing? Why? Because she was nice? Because she was sweet to you? Because she's hot? That's it? That's it. That's your only qualities that you're looking for. That's your, your, that's your only filtration system. Come on. Right? We're better than that here, guys. We're better than that. We're not going to just go for any girl. You got to know who she is. I have a friend who was just in a relationship for six months. The first three months were magical. Fun times every weekend. Sex was wild. Connecting on all levels. Infatuation to the brim. It was just an awesome experience. Month four rolls around. A couple of yellow flags start to pop up. Hmm. Is this girl really who I thought she was or was she just putting on an act? Month five rolls around. Wow, we're really starting to see these yellow flags turn into red flags. This girl's causing a lot of drama. Month six. Oh, wow, we're finding out she's almost not at all who she painted herself to be. Again, my point here is, is that you don't know who she is until you're with her for a while. But I digress. That's uh, another topic we can go down a, a rabbit hole. Point being is that we're not going to be desperate. Okay? I know that, that at a default, men are in scarcity mindset because they're in scarcity mode. I get it. That's the struggle that us men have to deal with. And it sucks and it's annoying, but that is the male experience. So we have to deal with it. We have to live in, a, or in reality, treat it with, uh, treat it in a way where we're being stoic and just understanding what we have in front of us. And we have to work towards getting into abundance because that's how you're really going to get into that abundant mindset, right? By actually putting yourself out there. Questions, guys, hit me with it. I'm ready for you. Super chats are always welcome. Don't forget, Magnetic is on Amazon, ready for you. Coaching is ready for you, tripadvicecoaching.com if you need more help, if you want a one-on-one coach to work with you. Is it the ego that causes fear in an approach? If so, how would you adapt it to rejection? Um, I think ego is part of fear in an approach, yeah. Yeah, we don't want our ego shut down. We don't ever like the feeling of a bruised ego of getting rejected. However, when it comes to approaching, you know, it's also just primal. You know, thousands of years ago, getting rejected could mean the end of our lineage. Today, we have lots of options. I don't care where you live in this entire world. You have a lot of options and opportunities for options. So hit that like button, guys, if this has helped you today. If what we're talking about is resonating with you, if something struck a chord in you, hit the like button. I'm hoping that this helps. Flowers on a first date when picking her up. No, 
No, this is no longer 1940s. And here's the thing, guys. I, I know that that used to work. I know that that used to work. So we're, we're, we're not going to, we're not going to do that. I don't even know if you should pick her up. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea either. Men do 80% of the Tinder swiping. Women think they have more options than they actually do, perhaps. Oh, yeah, John, 100%. Yeah, women are, uh, how do I say this? Not in denial, no. Um, they think that they have more. They're, they're, that's the tip of, it's at the tip of my tongue. Delusion. Hmm. Yeah, that could work maybe delusional, uh, that they, that they, yeah, that they have more options than they do. Cause here's the thing. Well, here, here, here's the thing. They do actually have a lot of options. So plain and simple women have a lot of options. An average woman has more options than an average man. I, I was, if you were here for the past 30 minutes, I was explaining this to my mother's friend who's in her sixties, but how women today have so many options and it's caused them to be Super selective. But the problem is, is women have so many options. And the reason why it hurts them is because they think that they deserve the the best of the best man. And they don't. No one deserves anything in this world. You You know what you deserve? Actually, here's what you deserve, my friends. You deserve what you get. Do I... Or you deserve a billion dollars, a six-pack, a Lamborghini? Do you deserve that? Well, if you don't have it, then no, you don't. Why? Because you didn't put the work in to get to that point. So while a woman who goes on a dating app who, let's say, is a seven, an average-looking woman, and has you know, a seven on a dating app, lots of options for her, then she thinks in her delusional and thinks, well, I have all these options. I can have almost any guy I want. But in reality, she's not going to be able to attract those guys. She might be able to sleep with a guy, but the top of the top man is not going to wife down a seven. I doubt it. It depends, actually. It depends, but I, I doubt it. Yeah, Danny, you deserve what you put out. Oh, striped one. Let's talk about this, guys. I hear some women like flowers on a first date. So for me, I'm just going to be myself. Others say it's too much. Yeah, listen, just don't do it, man. I'll I'll tell you why. Here's an argument to not do it. Okay. Why does she deserve, speaking of deserve, why does she deserve flowers? Why are you giving her flowers on a first date? You know, you know who deserves flowers? Your, your girlfriend of multiple years, your wife, those women deserve flowers. Maybe if they're a good wife and a good girlfriend, they deserve flowers. They earned that. So what happens is you, whether a woman says I like it or not, who gives a shit? That doesn't matter. What matters is how you're setting up the relationship in the very beginning. So basically it's it's a simp move because when you give her flowers, you're saying, here's a token of my affection 
And I don't even, I don't even know you yet. You just exist and you deserve flowers. Why isn't she bringing you flowers? Why is it, or, or, or something else you might like. Guys don't generally like flowers. So I don't know. Why isn't she bringing you a video game or a book? Why not? Think about that. That's a, that's a, that's a, I think that's a pretty solid argument there. So she should get flowers and you deserve what? Her attention? No, no, that's not how that works. Right? You hear what I'm saying here? So it's starting the relationship off by saying that she's somehow has value that you don't. It, and, and hence putting her on a pedestal. I wonder with the kind of market available to women in 2023, how competitive they are. Very, probably very. They don't have to be though. That's the messed up part. Like if I'm not a dating coach for women, I don't know if I ever will be. But if I were to give women uh, woman advice, if a woman, it's really hard to give them advice too because again, they feel deserving. But I would tell a woman, I would say to her, if she was having problems, right? I'm not going to give unsolicited advice, but a woman says, you know, like I say a six or a seven or, or whatever, eight, nine, 10, I don't care. Any of those women, I'm having a hard time dating. I can't meet a guy. I'd say bullshit. You can meet a guy. That's not your problem. You can meet thousands of men. Let me guess, you're going for over six feet, six figures, six inches, all that stuff. You're going for that, right? Yeah, okay. But that's what I want. Do I have to settle? And then I'd be telling her how settling for what? You're 5'2". You can't be with a guy who's 5'9". Come on. I would just be coaching them. We'd just be literally knocking sense into them. These are great questions. Great thoughts here. Any other questions, hit me with them. Super chats, hit me with them. Hit the like button if you're having a good time. I know I am. I like answering your guys' questions. I don't know if you noticed, but I got a new mic. Look at this. Unbelievable. This whole time I had this mic that was arching over, blocking my pretty face. And now we got something like this. And all it took was watching some other YouTubers and me being like, why can't I get a mic like that? Or a boom, I should say. Am I on the girl's side? No, man. I'm on the guy's side. You guys are my boys. I mean, let's be honest. Women in the dating world, it's easy to be a woman. They just complain because they don't have the right blueprint. They don't know what to do. So these women have in the West, at least, are way too entitled, and it's a big problem. I see it firsthand. It's terrible. Okay, guys, learning how to lose the fear of rejection. We talk about this a lot. Happy to, to go over it with you. But in order to go over the fear of rejection, it's more of something that you need to do rather than learn from me. We can sit all day, and I can do my best to get you to to get closer to getting rid of a fear of rejection. But the real fear of rejection happens by going out there and talking to women. That's how we do that. You need to get rejected. I'm actually, I'm working on putting out a YouTube video where I'm going to go out and I'm going to get rejected and do all different types of rejections, not just like from women, other types of rejections and film it. And I want to do that 
to show you how to get over the fear of rejection. So that's what we're doing. Haha, <laughs> thanks, John. I appreciate the super chat. Your demeanor and look reminds me of Dane Cook and my best friend's girl. I'm sure you've heard of that. Yeah, I have. Thanks for years of content. Thanks, John. I always appreciate the super chat. It means a lot. All right. Joe says, I feel like lifestyle doesn't matter much to women when they just want to get railed. I agree. Yeah. Women who want to get railed, you don't need crazy lifestyle. It does help to have lifestyle, but you can just go out. I mean, let's, let's take my early days, trip early days. When I was going out hardcore in pickup mode. I mean, I was like in my 20s. I had, I had no money. I was young. I lived with roommates. I, was, I wasn't broke, but I was by no means even... Actually, I was kind of broke. I was, I was the, yeah, I was broke. I had no savings. I was living paycheck to paycheck. That's pretty broke. I was able to hook up with girls. You know what, too? There's a little bit of give. If you're a 23-year-old guy or like in your mid-20s, women will almost subconsciously forgive the fact that you're not super wealthy dude. However, they will not forgive the fact if you are not confident and if you are just super boring, you're not able to pull the emotional triggers and build sexual tension with her. But if you can show behaviors that say that you were on your way to having a lifestyle that's attractive or being the guy who can provide, you will be able to get into a relationship. Because think about it, right? Of course, there's tons of men all over the world, all over everywhere who have gotten girlfriends who are attractive and they're just 24, 25 years old. Right? When do I think a men's prime age is? I'm probably 35, in their 30s. Yeah, at that point, you, you're making more money than you ever have. You've figured yourself out. You've learned. You've experienced. You're less caught up in, oh, wow, she's so pretty. I need to uh, bow down to her, hopefully. But yeah, I'd say like early to, to mid 30s is, is when a guy is in her, uh, his prime. So if a girl is above your level, but she's not exactly meeting all your criteria, how should you handle it? Should you be humble or let her know she's not exactly meeting your standards? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you have to let her know anything. Just say that you don't feel a connection and call it a day, right? Oh, this is a good question. Hey, Tripp, I, I went out on my first date last night. By the way, if I'm answering your question, if I'm answering your question and or you're listening to the question and you like the answer, hit the like button. Hey, Trip, I went out on my first date last night, and although we had some common interest, I didn't feel a spark with her and have mixed feeling on looks. Am I thinking kind of wrong here? No, not at all. Not at all. You're filtering, my friend. Vaish, my man, you're in filter mode. That's what we want. You're not that attracted to her. You didn't feel a spark. That's called chemistry. So, yeah, you don't need to be spending your time around that woman. Okay? We're not going to be spending time around women who we don't have sparks with. So, yeah, 
Stop worrying about rejection, okay? Rejection is sometimes for the best. It's only going to make you a stronger person. And you don't know for just because she's pretty or you're attracted to her, that, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean that she was going to be a quality woman. That doesn't mean that she was going to be a great girlfriend or great in bed. None of those things matter, or I should say might not matter, right? So what do you have to do? You have to get over it fast, keep on going. You're going to, here's the, here's the reality, guys. You're going to be filtering women and women are going to be filtering you. We have, we see it here. There's already evidence of it. Guys who are saying, I don't know if I liked her. Not sure if I dug her. Wasn't sure. I don't know. Okay. So you're rejecting women. Women are rejecting you. Welcome to the animal kingdom. Welcome to the Amazon rainforest. Welcome to nature. Right? Where it's just not going to happen with every single person. That's what it is. We're just a bunch of monkeys. We are evolved monkeys. Men, women, different, same species, but different. Become attracted in different ways. We are going to have things that are going to be attractive to women and women are going to have things that are attractive to us and and vice versa and, and, and all around. So... Sometimes I think it's good. Yeah, monkey costs. Sometimes some, sometimes I think it's good to access the monkey, or I will say the reptilian brain. I think it helps you be a little stoic sometimes, to be honest, because we can access a part of our brain where we say, all right, I'm not going to let my ego get in the way. Oh, I got rejected. I got rejected. I'm so upset. Big what? Big what? There's another monkey out there. Should you go for a church girl? You should go for a church girl if if that is important to you. Yeah. Yeah. If if church is something, if one of your like non-negotiables is I want to be with a woman who goes to church or is Catholic or Christian or Lutheran or whatever, then yeah, church would be a great place. Yeah. Yeah. I understand Percy. I get it. Okay. So Percy said being stoic is not easy. Stoic means looking at the world and taking the emotions out of it so you can make the best logical decisions for yourself. That was a very simply put statement on stoicism. But stoicism is a practice, almost like uh, like a religion, right? Different religions, their, their practices, faith. Faith is a practice, to have faith. Now in stoicism, it's the same way. It's a... Practice in being stoic and looking at things through a logical lens and not an emotional one. So we want to be stoic. No one can convince me otherwise. No one can ever convince me that stoicism isn't the way of life. It doesn't mean never be emotional. It doesn't mean shove down your emotions. Stoic is just not giving a shit um, no, it's actually the opposite. Stoicism is giving a shit about everything, but in the correct way. 
I think people who don't give a shit about anything are actually not stoic. They're probably more in their emotional side. Their emotions are taking over. They're overwhelmed. I'm sad. I'm happy. I'm this. I'm that. I give up. I don't give a shit about anything. And then you become apathetic. And then your life sucks. You don't want to live an apathetic lifestyle. Stoicism says, yeah, I care, but I'm going to care about it appropriately. For example, you go out, you get rejected. There's a few ways you could put rejection in perspective. Yeah, Stripe said, puts it in perspective. I don't know if that was what you're talking about, but the perspective can be one of, oh, I'm a loser. I got rejected. This girl doesn't like me. I'll never get a girl. I'm too short. I'm ugly. Why did I even try this? Trip this guy on, on YouTube. This know-it-all on YouTube told me to go approach a woman. Now I feel like shit. What the fuck? That's one way to look at it. But then what happens? You don't get anywhere after that, do you? Or you look at it in the stoic perspective, which is, okay, I got rejected. What can I learn from this? How can I move forward from this? How can I do better next time? So it means that you're still feeling the feelings. You're a human. You're a monkey. Guys, monkey, right? You're a monkey. You have a monkey brain. You have emotions. You're going to feel sad. You're going to feel anxious. You're going to feel happy. You're going to feel elated. You're going to feel bored. You're going to feel all the feelings. But we are not monkeys. We are homo sapiens. So what does that mean? That means that we have the ability and the awareness. What a wonderful thing we have as homo sapiens. We have the awareness to view our emotions and view logic, and we have choice. We have choice on how to observe, how to label things. You are a powerful creature, my friend. Yes, you still are a monkey or evolved from one, so you have your primal desires, but you're also a man with a brain who can practice something like stoicism. So, some thoughts on that. Any methods on how to contain growing emotional attachment bond to a certain woman, your partner? Well, Pedro, I'd like to, I'm curious as to what you mean by partner. Is it a girl you just met? So, is it your wife? What is it? John Exler back with the super chat, my man. I'm 22, I make great money, have my own place, etc. I'm an objective eight, and I date many attractive females. However, I highly value a meaningful dialogue and cannot find that in most girls around my age. Yeah, John, I wish I had an easy answer for you. I really do. You know, I I don't know. It's going to be a little bit of a needle in a haystack with some of these women who are your age, if you want to have meaningful dialogue, it's going to be a lot more tough to to find that woman. So it might take a bit. Date a little bit older. You're 22. Yeah, date some women who are 25, 26. I don't know. It depends what you're looking for, man. You know? 
it depends what it is that you want. If you're looking for a relationship, if you're looking for fun. But yeah, guys, lifestyle. Remember, what do we got? Two ends of the spectrum. We got, you got yacht life lifestyle. Nothing wrong with that if you can achieve that. You have basement lifestyle. You want to get as close to yacht lifestyle as you can, but you don't need to be even that close to it if you want to attract quality women and if you want to have a lifestyle that you feel fulfilled in and a lifestyle where you feel happy about, one that you're excited about and continuously excited about. You know, I have to say, guys, like as a guy, career is really is something that you can kind of knock a couple, you know, kill two birds with one stone, as they say, because your career is something that can help you make a lot of money, which is going to help you have a better lifestyle. It's going to money solves problems that not having money causes, right? And of course, one of the byproducts is it will be attractive to women. But also, it's something that can be really fulfilling. So if you're in a job that you don't like, really seriously look at that. Because wouldn't it be awesome if the thing that you did every day to make money was also the same thing that you were so passionate about? And by the way, I'm not telling you to be an entrepreneur or even do a side hustle. If you do those things, great. I know that's what I do. You know, it's something that I'm very passionate about and I love. And it makes life that much more fulfilling and easier. And I want that for you. I also live in a rural area, so it doesn't help. Not complaining, it's just exhausting. I, I get it. I get it, man. You might want to consider moving to a big city or a bigger city. When I say big city, it does not mean you need to move to LA, Chicago, New York, Miami, and Dallas. Okay? You can move to bigger cities, capital cities in your state or in your country, wherever you may live. Okay? Hey, Trevor, had a great second date the other night. Stayed at hers, but was too drunk to get it up. I didn't apologize, and she was cool, understanding, but has been distant since. Should I just move on? No, man. Get rejected. I mean, distant. I mean, it depends on kind of distance. If you're asking her out and she's not responding, yeah, I mean, it's over, but, but you can still try. Doesn't hurt. Guys, don't forget, Coaching is available, tripadvicecoaching.com. If you need help, you want a one-on-one coach to guide you to help you with meeting women online and in person, get you to the point where you are increasing your lifestyle. We work on everything over here to make you the most attractive man possible. We have short-term solutions. We have long-term solutions. We give them all to you. You learn my TED formula, which is the formula to build attraction and meet women. No one else is coaching it the way that we coach it. No one else is helping guys the way that we do it. I don't even know how many other dating coaches have been around as long as TripAdvice has. And the only reason why I'm around is because what I have actually works and my coaching works and my advice works. Call me arrogant, but it's just the truth. I call it confidence. So we can help you. TripAdviceCoaching.com. Check it out. We do have a financing program. So if you are on the younger side, or maybe you just don't make much of an income 
Well, if you live in the United States and you want to check out our financing program to make coaching affordable for you so you can invest in it, which by the way, I've had guys who joined the coaching program who end up doing better at work. I have guys who get raises at work because they become more confident. We have guys who, of course, have gotten girlfriends who have attracted women they never thought they could attract, but they've also built confidence and self-esteem, which has been an amazing, an amazing change in their life, which has had such a big effect on all the areas of their life. Easier to make friends and socialize, feeling more confident, more comfortable. Yes, the TED formula, tension, entertainment, and dominance, but it's not each of those It's the mixture of the three and the way that we coach it that makes it effective and we can help you. You guys are awesome. Thanks for joining me live. What do you say we do it next week? If you need coaching, do not hesitate. Don't be scared. I have personally spent over $100,000 in coaching. Probably more. Maybe even $200,000 in coaching and investing in, uh, we can even say investing in other people to help me live the kind of lifestyle that I want to live. Helped me with business, with women, with money, with fitness. Don't do this all by yourself, gentlemen. Uh, Live boot camps. Yes, we do have live boot camps. Yeah, we do. We do have coaches who will do live boot camps with you. So that is an opportunity. I'd like to do an event. I know I talk about this a lot. If you guys listen to my podcast, you know I talk about this a lot. Um, Doing a live event, 99% sure it would be a free event, by the way. I wouldn't charge for it. So free event, major city. You guys can come out, fly out. Yeah, be awesome. Be awesome to meet you guys. See you. Do a live event. Sound good, boys? Sorry, not boys. Gentlemen, thanks for coming. Appreciate you being here. Thanks for your questions. Thanks again for the for the super chats. And I'll see you next week. Let's do it again live, 5 p.m. next Tuesday. What do you say? Thanks, guys. Hit that like button if you enjoyed it. Adios.